welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Welcome to a new podcast. My name is Dawn Piercy. I am your host. Today I'm bringing you Eric Morris. He is an actor known for his work on the TV series MacGyver, Fatal Attraction, Sugar Maybe, and also the upcoming film Pageant Material. Uh, He is also the CEO and founder of Morris Environmental Basement and Crawl Space Waterproofing. Eric, it's great to have you on a new podcast. How are you doing tonight? Doing great, Don. How you doing? I'm doing good. Now, if you notice, Eric, um, he is in a partially painted room. Uh, he's actually renovating a house right now, so it's great to be able to have him on because he's so busy. <laughs> uh, I'm in the middle of sanding uh, ceiling, so this is a perfect time. This is a good reason to take a break. So. Right, right, right. Now, I know you've been really busy lately and have quite a few projects that you've been working on lately. Um, what can you tell us about your latest film, pageant material as well as the other projects you've been working on and when can we see them <laughs> well uh pageant material was an independent film project it recently aired uh at the atlanta film festival here in atlanta okay no i think it was uh, it turned out to be a really good project i had a small supporting role in it um, i play a drunk redneck guy redneck guy in a bar who's picking up on a girl but it's actually a guy that's in transvestite, but I don't know it. I'm just a happy-go-lucky drunk guy. I hit, you know, he's the kind of guy that hits on every woman that comes in the bar, you know, one of those. So uh, uh, it's kind of a funny scene. Uh, so it, it turned out to be a really good film. Got a lot of great reviews, a lot of great support. Uh, it's making a lot of great headway. So you you may see it one day in the uh, actual theater or maybe on Amazon or something like that. It's, it's actually a, a very good film. It kind of reminds you of a, uh, the story of Cinderella, except it's reversed in the, in the fact that the main character is a guy okay. who wants to dress up in uh, transgender and he wants to uh, be in a pageant. His mother has passed away, so he's with his stepdad, I think it is, and his stepbrothers, who are a bunch of guys from Alabama. There's a bunch of hard rednecks, you know. Right. And they give them a lot of, they give them a hard time, and they, you know, just because they don't support what he's into. Uh, so it's kind of a neat story, and uh, it's it's really good. Sounds uh, like it's good. Um, what about your other projects that you've been working on, or can you tell a little bit about them? I know you can't tell everything. Well, um, I uh, working on a project called The Bounty Hunter. This has been ongoing for quite some time. It's a it's a really good western film. Uh, okay. that, uh, I play one of the lead uh, lead characters. Uh, Gentleman Johnny is my name. I'm the uh, love interest of the story. It's about this young girl and myself were in love and her father doesn't like me. He's the mean controlling guy with the money in the town and he frames me to murder us an innocent family. So they hire a bounty hunter to hunt me down. And then the bounty hunter discovers that, that I'm innocent and we wind up teaming up together and taking on all the bad guys in the town. Nice. So it's a lot of fun. I mean, Westerns are cool. Uh, this film is, is actually really good. It has a great story. Uh, Tim Everett, who uh, owns Bravo Whiskey Charlie Films, is mm-hmm. the director and writer. He wrote the story. Uh, it's really good. I mean, it has some great potential. Uh, it's ongoing. We're shooting more scenes 
Saturday up in North Carolina at a, at a cool water water mill thing. But it's not not a windmill, not a windmill, but a one of those water I mills. I think you know what you're talking about, where they have those paddles that spin and the water is yeah. coming down. I can picture exactly. it in my mind. <laughs> So uh, looking forward to that. We've had some really cool places to shoot at with some nice backdrops. We've had to use a little bit of green screen here and there. We did a big town shootout the other day in this mm-hmm. area. We had to use a green, uh, green screen to make it look like it's out west. But it actually turned out pretty nice. How do you so like working with the green screen versus being in the environment? It's fine. I mean, it's... Uh, not a problem. I mean, it's, it, as long as it's not the only thing. If it's the only thing you're working with, and you really gotta, you gotta get there. You know, mentally. use your imagination. I use your imagination. I, I I wonder if anybody ever. Um, <laughs> I had a funny thought. If anybody's ever using a green screen, and they forget which environment that they're supposed to be in. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's uh, you know. It's one of the things usually in film is used as a, you know, to help fill in the background or something, the right. area you're supposed to be in, that kind of thing. So usually it's not a problem. Now the guys in the newsroom that do like those kind of things, it's pretty impressive. Uh, them guys are, you know, doing teleprompters and they're, everything behind them is nothing but a green screen. They know where like, to point. Over here. Over here is called rain. <laughs> This is, uh, you know, it's kind of, I don't know how to do it. Awesome. Now, uh, how, how long have you been acting, and what has been your all-time favorite role to get into? I haven't been acting that long. I started in, man, what was it, 2015, I think it was. Oh, wow. You've done over 25 projects since then, Eric. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, thank you. I've been blessed, but I've done a lot more than that. That's just the ones that I have credit for. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of, in the, as in, in, in the independent film world, it's like pulling teeth sometimes to get IMDb credit for a stupid project that you were in or a good project, whatever. You know, it's just right. frustrating as an actor when you're doing stuff and you're not even getting paid. And you get somebody tells you they're going to give you credit and they don't. You're, you get that a lot in this industry. You get a lot of, I'm going to do this, but it really doesn't happen, you know? And so it's like anything, I guess, when you get into a business, you're starting at the, at the bottom and you got to deal with things that are not, mm-hmm. you know, isn't where we want to wind up and later on down the road. So baby steps. Right. Right. Absolutely. Steps. But they're all important steps. You need to make them. Every actor has to go through it. Everybody I've ever known in the fitness industry, that they've been in it for 20 years, they've been in it for two. They've all done the same thing. And, very true i've just been putting myself out there i haven't been doing that much this year since the new year because i've been so slammed with my Mm -hmm. company uh and this freaking house disaster that i'm having my these tenants destroyed i'm just fixing it up trying to get this thing sold so i got some really cool stuff with my company coming up yeah Uh, tell us about morris environmental basement and crawl space waterproofing i wanted to ask you about that and what can your customers expect and um, the areas that you work in? Well, Morris Environmental is a small company that we started in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, about the time I started acting, actually, all then, uh, uh, this type of service, water coming in, we get a lot of rain here in Georgia, and uh, we 
just started feeling a need for it and we've done very well and uh, luckily we stayed very busy in this past year and a half we have really amped up our volume of work in this past few months we, mm-hmm. we can't hardly keep up it's been tough i'm just trying to stay ahead i mean i look at projects all day and i'm writing estimates until 11 o'clock at night pretty much every night okay uh, so it's been kind of tough and then i have some cool commercial stuff coming up and um hang on can you hear that in the background i don't think so okay good deal all right <laughs> Got a shop bag going in the other room, so it's, it's kind of loud. But uh, we got some cool commercial stuff coming up. I just landed a big project, working with uh, doing these modular frame construction high-rise buildings. Oh wow! Yeah, we're doing the uh, waterproofing. Yeah, on, on, they want to do what's called like a temporary roof. So we're doing some temporary roof type stuff on the intermittent floors below. Okay. Out, and it helps speed up the schedule overall. So. We've been very lucky to, to have ourselves positioned as the go-to guy mm-hmm. for this company. And uh, it's these, these types of structures are really taking off in the construction industry. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys can tell the economy's doing very well, especially for construction. Mm-hmm. A lot of cranes, there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff being built. So a lot of guys are wanting to build stuff cheaper and faster. And this modular construction technique that they're starting to do, this, this came from Europe that they're doing here now. Okay. Uh, they have, uh, factory here in uh, North Carolina, so we've got associated with them, and uh, these projects are really cool. I got another one that I'm pricing in uh, Austin, Texas, as well. So we're going to be traveling. Okay, around. so you do move around for anybody that's in need of your services. Um, how how could they get a hold of you for that? Well, I mean, just look us up online. Uh, you can find us at Morrison, MorrisonVaro.com. It's Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S-E-N-V-I-R-O.com. Okay, great. Hashtag, searches, whatever. we got videos out there on YouTube. You'll see me talking about some of the things we do. We do a lot of residential work as well, so I have some videos about some of the stuff that we do, uh, cutting out concrete, putting in drain systems and, and crawl spaces, stuff like that. So okay, uh, that's the best way to find us. Okay, now I know that you stay super busy, Eric, but when you're not acting and when you're not refurbishing a house and working, um, what do you like to do for fun that your your fans might want to know? Uh, sometimes I, I seem to have, have to I have to think about that here lately. I, I, I don't. I seem to have forgotten. <laughs> Uh, no, seriously, uh, I like to go mountain biking. It's one of my passions. I like to get out and go ride. They have some really cool trail systems here around the Atlanta metro area. Okay. Uh, one of my favorites is in a place called Ackworth. Uh, it's called Al- it's Alatoona Creek Park. They have these trail mm-hmm. systems that are just a lot of fun. And uh, so I go there and ride sometimes. I uh, like to go hiking with my dog. I have a, a greyhound that's a former race uh, dog. He used to race in Palm Beach, Florida. He's a really cool guy, man. He's uh, part of the family, so he he loves to go hiking. So whenever we can, we try to go hiking somewhere, even if it's close by. We have some really cool places to walk near the uh, Chattahoochee River here, mm-hmm. and it's really pretty. It's nice. Uh, but when I can go to the North Georgia mountains and do some really nice hiking, I try to do that. Okay. That's what I, that's pretty much my what I enjoy. Enjoy. I like to go to the beach, and I, I'm a surfer. I know I may not sound like you. <laughs> No, I, I, I have a passion for surfing, and I own like I don't know six or seven boards. I got several different. Oh different wow! Types. Okay. 
Uh, so we used to go all the time, uh, but since we've been working so much, I haven't been in a while, but I plan to go this summer a couple times. I, I like to go to Northeast Florida, uh, Jacksonville, St. Augustine, Florida, those areas. There's mm-hmm. some really good places to surf there. If you can catch them under the right conditions. Uh, summertime kind of sucks. It's never really good, but if you can go in the fall, you can really have a really, I mean, it's pretty good. It's not California, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's good to, <laughs> it's so. good to treat yourself to something that you love. It's always good to remember in the chaos of everyday life that there are things that you do enjoy and, you know, to make it a goal to go do those things. If I have a question, um, if there is one thing in the film industry that you could change in this day and age, what would it be? <laughs> There's one thing I could change. Mm-hmm. I'd say start casting some Atlanta talent in some of the lead roles of feature films. I'd like to see that. I mean, it's slowly happening, mm-hmm. but a lot of your A-list talent still comes out of the West Coast, and that's fine. I mean, them guys are awesome. Los Angeles has been in the industry for since the industry started. You know, that's where it's where right. it began. So I get it. But so many people come from LA to Atlanta because Atlanta is now the place to film. It is known as the You're right. office in second place. It's really close. A lot so, of the filmmakers are moving to Texas and Atlanta and New Orleans. They are indeed and Florida. Yep, and yep. I and I, and I think it's great. It's it, and it's cheaper, and I and I hate and I, and I wish it wasn't for L.A. But L.A. is just an expensive town. It's just crazy. So I get <laughs> come this way. But what's frustrating is when they come to these areas and you have local talent that can really do some really awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. They're not you're not considered. Uh, you're, you're most of your Atlanta talent is considered for your uh, your B list type stuff or co star, small supporting roles, mm-hmm. things like that. Now, there's some heavy hitters in town, some couple of guys that I know that are great actors, and they've done some really cool stuff on some films. You wouldn't probably wouldn't recognize them, but they put out. I do. I know who they are. But they're not A-list talent. You're not going to, you know, they're not the guys like you see, like Vin Diesel or, you know, Tom Cruise right. or anybody like that. So uh, I would like to see that happen, uh, hopefully before I'm pushing up grass, you know, in my lifetime. That'd be great. So. I could change anything. That's what it would be, and hopefully, I'll be a co-star in a Matthew McConaughey film one day. Yes, you will. You will goal. if you say it. You believe it, and you will. You will. Now, who inspires you the most? Inspires me mm-hmm. as an actor, or as a as what? In general, like, acting in everyday life. You know. <laughs> man and um, you know I always turn to God I pray a lot and uh, I, just, I feel like I have a strong connection and I would feel like I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for God and, and, and guiding my way so that's number one so number two in film I'd say Clint Eastwood he's uh, one of my favorites of all time I mean I grew up watching his western films coming up you know mm-hmm. The good, the bad, and the ugly, and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's great. But now, his, he, as a director, he is a, a great film director. I mean, every project he puts out is is amazing. Uh, I think they're great. The most recent one, uh, 
one where they're running drugs across the country. Is it Mule? I think that's the name of it. Yeah. I saw it came out. uh, Great movie. Great. And, you know, I tried. They they were filming some of that here in the Atlanta metro area. And I was like, man, see, I can just get in there somehow. I was like, I was like, put me in as a background. I was trying to find out who was casting as background extra. Just so I could, I just wanted to meet Clint Eastwood, you know. But uh, it didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, I'd say that's probably one of my 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 strongest guys that I look up to. And I already mentioned Matthew McConaughey. I just yeah. like the movies he's done. I like him as a, he seems like a really cool down-to-earth dude. And to me, that's really important um, more than anything. Right. Their fame, their money. We're all just people. We all put our pants on the same way every day. And we all, we all have 24 hours in a day to get something done. That's something that we all have. And we're all going to die one day too. So we're all just people. So yeah. like when somebody's down to earth, doesn't feel like they're above anybody. And this McConaughey strikes me as that kind of guy. I've seen her speeches and things like that. I really look up to him. Plus he's from Texas. I'm from Georgia, but you know, I used to live in Texas. So, uh, you know, I, I, I like the state and uh, we have a little bit of a twain in common. So, uh, you know, I feel like we're, we're in good company. So, yeah, I hear yeah. Texas is the place to be. <laughs> Texas is the place to be. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, if there is one thing you could say to the world, Eric, what would it be? Do what you say you're going to do. Follow through and believe in yourself because you are your own worst enemy. That's that's a fact. So. If you live by that motto, you could never go wrong. I mean, it will take you as far as you want to go. Amen. Because sometimes it gets clouded along the way, and you have to remind yourself of these things. I still do this to this day. I mean, a week ago, I was so freaking frustrated. I couldn't sleep. I've been so keyed up. I had so much going on. And then, you know, I got some really great news yesterday. Yesterday was my birthday, actually. And uh, it was a great day. Uh, you know, But I could look at it as a sad day. I, I lost my mother two years ago on my birthday. Uh, so it's sad, but in, on the other hand, I think of it as a blessing. You know, I don't let it get me down. It's a way to celebrate my me coming into this world that my mother gave to me and her passing on to go be with God. So I feel like it's a it's a blessing. I don't let it I don't let it bother me. It's sad that she's not here. Right. But nonetheless, yesterday was a great day, not just the fact that it was my birthday. I had some great news come in for a project that we're going to be doing. I picked up another big giant uh, Nissan van for my crew, my, my men. So, and I have my family over and we cooked out. So things change quickly. You can be having the worst time, to, you know, sitting around, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And next thing you know, you're, you know, everything's coming together. I mean, so you, you can control it and you can only control it so much. Right. But you just got to set yourself up for success. And the best way to do that is to always have a good attitude, believe in yourself, and just see things through. If you say you're going to do something, just freaking do it. And don't don't stop. You know, that, that tennis shoe motto, you know, just do it. That's the best thing that's ever been put, put out. You know, just freaking do it. I mean, you can you can say the other way if you want to say it with the, you know, the vulgar way, whatever. But whatever, put the emphasis in there. Just get it done and see it through. Everybody talks a lot of game. I want to do this and the other. And I want to do this. I want to do that. And then when it gets tough, oh, my God, I don't know about this. You know, so you got to go back and ask yourself, do you really want to do this? I tell everybody when I do these interviews about being an actor, that's the first thing I tell everybody, like new actors getting into this. You you better ask yourself that question. Do I really want to do this? 
because it is like nothing else as an actor. I mean, I am a business owner and I can tell anybody from my personal experience from running a company, the business of acting is not like regular business. It's just you're selling yourself as an actor. Right. You sell yourself as a business owner and the services you provide, the products you sell, whatever it may be. This business is only two things. You're selling a service or you're selling a product. So as an actor, you are the product and you're the service. So to do that and be judged by so many people, and it's also just subjective if you're any good or not. So you got to remember that. You're going to get a lot of people tell you that you, you suck. You're going to feel like you're no good. But you got to learn to deal with that professionally and mentally and just set yourself up to not hear that and know that you're good and just keep chasing the craft. If you want to be an actor, that is. And it's the same thing as a business owner. But like I said, as a business owner, you can control where you're going a little bit better than you can as an actor. Because at the end of the day, as an actor, you really you really depend upon, you know, what do you bring to a production's plate? I mean, you know, and, and why should they hire you? And a lot of long yeah. hours. And oh, yes. if, if, I, if I had like a regular job, there's no way I could do what I've done in the acting world in a short period of time. It's just, it's just not even possible. You know, and, I, and you said earlier, I've gotten a lot of credits in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. It's because I chase it and I treat it like a business, but I'm, but I'm also a business owner. I can, I can afford to stay out to four o'clock in the morning on set somewhere that, that the sound guy didn't show up on or whatever. It's a nightmare. And you're there all night. <laughs> I've had that happen many times. I drove two hours away and sat in the warehouse till six in the morning and never shot a thing. I've done stupid stuff like that, you know, and it's just what it takes. But I mean, if I had a job to go to, man, it'd be tough. It'd be really tough. So yeah, I guess, you know, the business of acting is like I said, you got to really, really want this and know what you're getting into uh, just know there's a lot of a lot of people out there in the industry that think they want to be actors, uh, and then a lot of people, you know, they drop out or they don't pursue it heavily because it's mm-hmm. so tough and you don't really make any money from it. I mean, most of the guys that that act, you're—I forget the—there's some article about like your SAG actor, the people that's in SAG, the union. Mm-hmm. It's only like a small percentage of those that really or making a full-time living as an actor. Right. You know, every, every goal as an actor is to be a, a working actor, meaning, meaning you're able to sustain yourself and your family off of acting. Right. It's very tough. Like tomorrow I'm shooting a commercial. I got this through a referral, an old acting coach I used to train with for years. Well, I say years. It's where I started acting. And she told me I've learned how to act at her studio. And then I moved away. But she referred me to this little commercial, and it's great. I'm happy to do it. Uh, but I haven't, you know, I've done a few auditions here and there these past few months. I haven't been putting myself out there because I've been so busy, but my, my agency still puts me out and I'll see auditions here and there. Um, but I haven't booked anything and I haven't been trying to, cause I've been so sidetracked with so much other stuff. I have to get taken care of right now. It's just a lot on my plate. I'm coming back to acting full time or almost full time. Right. Uh, very soon. I just got to get these things sorted, but yeah, it's, uh, it's so hit what I'm getting at. It's so hit and miss where the jobs are coming from. It does pay. Yeah. But I don't know where my next, I mean, I know I'm shooting some bounty hunter scenes on Saturday, but <laughs> beyond that, I don't know where the next acting job is coming from. I, who knows? I mean, I'm talking to a, a director about a film that might be shooting in, uh, out in uh, Los Angeles through speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, Steve Joyner and yeah. waiting to hear back from them guys. And uh, that'll be a really cool project, by the way, if, if I do get a small, I mean, I guess it's a small part. I can't tell you, but one of the leading characters is one of my favorite actors of all time. So nice. Uh, I hope I hope everybody would that. That'd be cool. That would be. Where can our audience follow you to keep up with everything that you've got going on and for when your projects come out? Well, uh, just your, you know, the, your old timer social media. Get on Facebook. That's the best place to find me. Uh, you can find me at just Eric Morris and the number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my personal page. Feel free to come hit me up. And if there's, I still have plenty of room on my friends list. As I actually go through and look at whoever sends me a friend's request, I actually make sure we connect somehow. I, I don't need big numbers. I want my friends to be people that are we have genuine, right? Yeah, and uh, or you can go to my professional page. It's just Eric James Morris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram, same thing. It's Eric James Morris. Just all one word, no no spaces. And then of course there's a IMDb. You can go there and see whatever's coming up or yeah. I got some other things on the horizon coming up to a project called Edge of, things called Edge of Town. I think we're shooting that coming up in a couple of months. Okay. Uh, and um, there might be something else that I have set up for this year. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> well, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's a great, great thing when you have so many different projects coming from different angles that you're like okay this one is uh i can't think but this one is that's a good thing that's a really good thing eric i'm telling you what and for our audience if you go to our main platform a new podcast.com click eric's picture and it will take you to his bio page i've provided all the links there and um yeah so it's an interactive page check it out you don't want to miss it and uh eric it has been great having you on as a new guest and uh thank you for taking the time out of your busy day and um if you enjoyed this episode be sure to click like share so other people can enjoy it and subscribe to keep up with all of our new guests and now every wednesday at 5 p.m uh eastern time we will also be on tlbtv.com and you can see the interview there um, after this next Wednesday so uh, and if you feel fit to buy me a cup of coffee once a month for bringing you these episodes you can do so at our anchor.fm platform under a new (laughs) podcast until next time this is Dawn Piercy signing off and Eric Morris have a great day have a good night we'll see you Dawn thanks Bye-bye.